Ho, 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 and welcome to another episode of High on Horror, the show where you get all of your rom-com needs met. Today I'm joined by our co-host, Josh. What up? Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and Chris. I've got Christmas in my name. <laughs> I was going to say exactly that, that you are in the name of the holiday, so this is your holiday now. <laughs> yeah, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. And of course, to our audience, it is very important to us that you have a good holiday. And uh, we decided to change it up for Christmas as a gift to you. The Horror Boys are going to be talking about my favorite Christmas movie, Love Actually. (laughs) The darkest, most sadistic film you've ever seen in your life. (laughs) (laughs) Mentally prepare Um, yourself. It's going to be a bloodbath. (laughs) So, I myself do not like rom-coms. Do you guys enjoy a rom-com from time to time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I do. I, I love a good rom-com. You ain't never seen The Breakup, Miles? With Vince Vaughn? I've seen it. That I don't love dope. it. So, my problem I, with rom-coms is it reminds me of everything awkward I've ever done to try and woo a girl. <laughs> like... I took all my, like, when I was a kid, I watched all the fucking rom-coms because I was like, this is how you get girls, and I'm going to figure this shit out. And what they don't tell you is if you do the things that dudes do in rom-coms, you're a stalker weirdo, and they don't <laughs> like it. Yeah, well, you can't make the realistic movie of being an asshole, and then people just fall in love with you for some reason. <laughs> Because that seems to be how it works, apparently. You guys didn't fake your own death and leave a bunch of love letters <laughs> written to your wife to make sure that she never falls out of love with you? Because me neither. Is that a movie? P.S. I love he you, fakes but he his actually death? dies. Oh, okay. I was going to say. No, he actually dies. <laughs> I was like, that sounds a lot like, like this other movie I know. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the movie Adventureland, but other than this one, that's probably the only other rom-com I indulge in from time to oh, time. Oh, dude, Fifty First Dates. What? I that love that okay. film. Sean Astin's that's, the best part of that movie. That's one <laughs> Jack, of my favorites. Jacked up Sean Astin. <laughs> yeah. And, and I love uh, Crazy Stupid Love with Steve Carell and Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. I know we were talking about that before that we recorded movie's this. I actually fucking great. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I actually thought that's what we were covering at first, and then I like realized that it wasn't, and I was like, I've never seen this movie, so this was my first time watching Love Actually. Also, if you've never seen uh, Love and Other... Dr- uh, which one did you use? You said Crazy Stupid Love, right? Yeah. Yeah, Love and Other Drugs with Jake Gyllenhaal and... Oh, what's her name? Anne Hathaway? Catwoman. Yeah. Yeah. She don't... No, I haven't seen oh. A, it's a dope movie. B... She's topless in like half of the fucking film in a very glorious way. So seek it out, my friend. <laughs> oh, dear. I've seen, uh, I, I make a point to try and catch all the nudity of every movie. And uh, I've seen majority of that movie. I've not seen the whole plot of it, but I've seen majority of the actual movie. The movie's really good, but I mean, that's that's definitely, that can't be topped. <laughs> This is a a perfect segue. Let's bring on the boob report for this film. Oh, the the boob report. Um, (laughs) What's up, female listeners? How we doing out there? Yeah, our 1% female audience. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
so we got a couple of pretty ladies in this movie. We do get some boobs for a Christmas movie. What a weird twist. Yeah, we yeah. got some titties. <laughs> you don't expect one of the subplots to be they're filming a porno. <laughs> Or whatever the fuck they're it. doing. Are they body doubles or are they porn stars? It's like softcore. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't expect that. <laughs> Dude, literally uh, Bilbo Baggins. Bilbo Baggins getting yep. his Baggins on. That's right. <laughs> That's my favorite plot line in the movie, but we'll get there. So, like, <laughs> it's like the shortest oh, plot line. I know. I liked all the really short ones. And I like calling the sex god. Anyway, we'll get there. <laughs> calling the sex um, god is the myth. <laughs> Yeah, yes, Jesus. Um, so the the boobies in this movie, you get to see her boobies. Do you know what that actress's name is? No, I haven't seen her in anything jo- except Joanna this movie. Joanna Page. Joanna Page. She's mm-hmm. she's like the only person in this movie of a cast of sixty five people that isn't recognizable. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So her boobies are pretty nice. Uh, How do they? I, I want to take a tangent for a second. How the fuck did they pay for this film? Yeah. With the number of, like, maybe they weren't A-listers at the time, but it's just an absurd <laughs> amount of famous people in this film. Yeah, it was, it's like, this This is a movie that usually would cost $40 million, but it cost 120 because of fucking cast. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, I don't like, It's like I, a, it's a romantic version of Ocean's Eleven. They, and this spawned a bunch of other movies that are like this that have huge casts. Of just like a bunch of Day. random stories. Valentine, yeah, Valentine's Day is surprisingly oh, yeah. actually pretty good. Uh, there's New Year's Eve. I haven't seen that one. It's and bad. there's a couple. Well, of I mean, you might like it. What <laughs> do they just pick every fucking holiday? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And I think Columbus it's the same Day. <laughs> Columbus Day. Yes. <laughs> Can't wait to see that one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the same director, and he's just like friends with all these A-listers and brings them on in. They had Baron Mordo and shit. But we'll get there. We'll get there. We're talking about tits, fellas. Um, So uh, we get to see her boobies. Uh, The only other female in this movie whose boobies I've seen is um, Kira Knightley. What about Shannon uh, Elizabeth? Shannon Elizabeth's in this movie? Yeah, she's the... Uh, she's at the very end. She's the fourth American roommate that gets brought back to England. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I've seen her boobies quite a bit now I'm thinking about it. Uh, so, uh, they're good. Um, Kira Knightley, for her absence of boobs, I mean, I'm not upset whenever I see them, you know? Like, they aren't in this movie, but I've seen them in various other forms. Someone was getting uh, body shamed online, and Kira Knightley made a point to be like, I don't give a shit, and she did a topless photo shoot just to be, like, <laughs> empowering to that person. I don't remember who they were, but I remember what she did. Yeah, she's she's strikingly beautiful, but she just has no chest at all. <laughs> nope. But, you know, I'm uh, cool so... <laughs> I'm not upset either. If she was in I... front of me topless, I'd be like, I'm okay with this. She does, she does some weird, like, fragrance commercial right now. Where she's at what seems to be a young adult's like kegger party, like New Year's Day party or something. And I'm like, she's got to be like 37 years old now. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Why? Oh, is she's she definitely in, this? in her 40s. She was an adult for the Phantom Menace, which a lot of people don't realize she was in that shit. Was she one of Queen Amidala's? <laughs> she was people? fake Queen Amidala. Yeah. yeah, one of her handmaids. Um, I also, in our last episode, we were talking about uh, our favorite um, 
actress from horror movies, like the most beautiful ones. Yeah. And and I finally figured out who I'm going with. Uh, Odette Anna, Anna, Anable. I probably said that wrong. But she's in uh, Cloverfield and the Unborn. She's the love interest of the main character in Cloverfield who gets trapped in that building. Woo. She'll make you sweat. That's for sure. She's a good looking lady. I would face off against a kaiju and all of its offspring in order to save her, <laughs> just so she could be in the same room as me and I could maybe harvest some of her hair off the floor or something. <laughs> and then you present it to her, and if it's in a rom-com, it'll work. Yeah. <laughs> Kara Knightley is 36 years old. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so, for this movie, The Booby Report, how many nipples do you give the booby report of this movie like as far as tits go one to five how many nipples i would give it a one and a half we get a little bit but not a lot which makes sense since this isn't a slasher i'll go with two (laughs) this segment's weird (laughs) yeah i don't think the segment's gonna live much longer after this uh So I, I also give it like one and a half. The girl who you get to see her boobies is pretty cool. Oh, Laura Linney's boobies. We get to see those. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, everyone. Ozark. Everyone was clamoring for that. <laughs> People, <laughs> which, one, which one's Laura Linney? So the middle-aged lady that wants the young, hot Spanish lover, but she has the oh, fucked up brother. Yeah. Dude, yeah. <laughs> who wrote this? Skylar like, this, White. Everybody has such like absurd issues in this movie. <laughs> They're all, they run the gambit from I'm trying to get a first date to my fucking wife just died. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, there's infidelity and shit. Like, there's there's pretty much, they try and hit every beat of, like, what love is around the holidays. Did you guys ever find love around the holidays? Mm. No. Halloween uh, Chris, count? did you find <laughs> lust? <laughs> oh, yeah, Halloween counts. Yeah. Word. Ha- Halloween. Halloween's like the cutoff. Anything <laughs> after that, it starts getting a little too serious. It's like I'm not trying to buy Christmas presents. I don't want to have to do the whole New Year's thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like getting a girlfriend on fucking February thirteenth. <laughs> like you know, you don't yeah, want. It's to not do a good call. <laughs> I found that I have intentionally avoided breaking up with two long term relationships because it was Christmas. <laughs> It's it's like it's super shitty like but at the same time it's like super inconvenient time for us to break up and for me to ruin my life and have to restructure everything and ruin your life and uh I I do regret it but that's uh that's the most real shit you're ever going to hear right there is it's hard to break up especially Merry around Christmas. the holidays. Yeah, this guy Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. You have your freedom yeah, now. Yeah, we hope you're not alone in listening to this on Christmas day cuz sweet lord. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, don't listen to it on Christmas Day. You won't like it so much. Uh, we get to hear about titties and sadness and breaking up and depression. Anyway, so this movie has an all-star cast. <laughs> um, Hugh Grant plays the prime minister. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I uh, The most recent thing I've seen him in was an HBO show, and – uh, it was with Nicole Kidman. I can't remember what it was, but he is so freaking old now. It's insane. Yeah. Yes, he looks like he's like 75 years old. So it was kind of weird going back in the time machine and seeing sexy Hugh Grant <laughs> in his like mid-40s. 
It's prime. I love Hugh Grant. I really love his subplot in this movie. I feel like it's it, uh, like it gets left out a lot. Nobody really talks about it. But this is this is one of my favorite ones. Makes my heart happy. Especially when he yeah. sticks it to Billy Bob Thornton, the American president. <laughs> if we ever deserved one, it was Billy Bob. She's a pretty son of a bitch, isn't she? <laughs> That's what he says about his secretary. She's a pretty son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's America for you. <laughs> um, so the rock star, too. The rock star is played by Bill Nighy. Bill Nighy. And it was his birthday yesterday when we were supposed to record this. Oh, happy birthday, Bill Nighy. You're the man. Bill, yeah. Bill, Bill, Bill. Yeah, Bill was... Nighy, the science guy, he. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. I've been waiting for that moment my whole life. Uh, <laughs> we got Liam Neeson and his dead wife. And uh, he's raising her son, Peter who's Pan. Jojen Reed from uh, was he Peter Pan too? Yeah, he was Peter Pan at one point. He was Jojen Reed in Game of Thrones, which I feel like he's also pretty well known for. Um, he's apparently the same age as the guy who plays the Mountain. They're very different sized Jesus. people. <laughs> yep, that's like um, that other Hugh Grant movie about a boy. Have you ever seen that? It's, I think I actually have seen that. It's a super good yeah. movie. And the kid in that is the guy that plays Beast in the newer X-Men movies, Nicholas Holt, who's fucking Oh, really? I didn't realize that was now. him. And he's this tiny yeah. little kid in that movie. <laughs> Dude, the mountain could take that that uh, Jojen actor and just put him in a bag and carry him around. <laughs> he could, though. It, like he a, would be like, like, like a freaking like chihuahua. Evil Santa just chops him up and puts him in a bag and carries him around. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got Martin Freeman, Bilbo Baggins, playing a porn star. Yeah, <laughs> he's having a hard time open up opening his emotions to anybody, but because he warmed his hands before he grabbed this chick's boobies, there's a connection there. Yeah, they have nice little chit chats during their like, like what the fuck are they doing at some points? Are they like rehearsing? Because <laughs> they still have most of their clothes on. They're just dry humping on each other. They're rehearsing, yeah. and they're like, take your boobies out just so that we can see them jiggle and see if you need to change anything. So she does, and it's just like, this movie is not for children. Yeah, so I guess they're like professional stand-ins for movies, not necessarily porn stars. So they do like sex scenes for films, and then they like get the lighting and everything right. Oh, interesting. I didn't realize that. Yeah. There's like one part where like when the, when it first shows them and he's like down like looking at her nipple with like a little light sensor <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, some like what a job. Some of the way these stories like in the end it turns out all these stories are kind of not all of them are linked, but one's linked to another one that's linked to another one. Some of the ways they tie in are a little like they just throw it in at the end. It's like oh, Kira Knightley is friends with the black like pa who works on the movies who's also friends with colin who goes to america (laughs) yeah right yeah it's there's definitely like a i can't believe my brother feels this way about this thing and my aunt of course like (laughs) (laughs) we must draw everyone together like i don't understand the relationship between um emma tom is it emma thompson emma thomas What's her name? The bird. There's two different ones. Emma Thompson. Emma, yeah. Emma Thompson. Nanny McPhee. And uh, 
her best friend Liam Neeson. Like, do they work together? Was she best friends with his wife? I don't know because they just act like they're best friends. And then it, <laughs> and then they're like, oh yeah, by the way, her brother's the prime minister of England. <laughs> yeah, casual drop. <laughs> I, when that happened, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> We also have Liam Neeson, as we just discussed. Um, he's ready to, you know, uh, do Liam Neeson things. And then we have Rick from The Walking Dead and Baron Mordo, <laughs> who are best friends. Not after the end of this fucking movie. <laughs> like, yeah, I imagine that's, that's true. That is crazy. What's the guy who plays Baron Mordo's name? Because he's in fucking everything and you don't realize it. His name is Shuatel Ijliafor. Huh? Yeah. I said it. <laughs> Shuatel is Leofor. Yep. I fucking love that guy. He's the bad guy in the movie Firefly, and he's yeah. fucking. That might be the favorite thing I've ever seen him in. I love saying his name, and then the guy who, um, he's the guy at the beginning of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Who, uh, oh, like, who? oh, the one. Who, his name is Digimon yeah. Hansu. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I love Digimon saying. Hansu. I love saying his name. Hard as fuck to type if you're trying to look him up. <laughs> <laughs> Digimon, digital monsters. Anyway, um, so then we also have um, Colin the Sex God. He uh, He's the guy from Death at a Funeral who makes all of the drugs. I don't know if you guys saw the British Death at a Funeral. Fucking hilarious movie. One of my faves. I haven't, but I wish Colin was in everything because I love him. <laughs> He was fantastic. He's he's always striking out with the British ladies. He's like, I will go to America and I'm going to score big. And I always think about that. It's like, I may not have much luck in America, but if I flew to like Australia, man, I'd be swimming in it, right? Yeah. Dude, I moved sure. to Ohio once and girls were like, I love your accent. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> I've never noticed your accent. I don't know, yeah, you sound just like everybody else. I have American accent. Right? <laughs> uh, who else do we have? Is that Colin Firth? Is that that no, guy's Colin, name, the novelist? Col yeah, Colin Firth, the novelist, which, how is he related to anybody else? At the end, maybe he, uh, he knows Kieran Knightley because he was at her wedding at the beginning. But I don't know how. Like, is that his niece? She's kind of young to be to know this middle-aged man. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, Kieran Knightley, by the way, is uh, getting married to Baron Mordo. And Rick from The Walking Dead is obsessed with her on the creepiest level. Yeah. And uh, she doesn't find it off-putting at all. Yeah, he goes um, to their wedding and records everything, and then it turns out that he was only recording her. Like, what did he think? He was doing that for his own personal, like, material? He just zoomed in on her face in every shot, and it's just like, if I feel like there's a horror cut of this movie, at least a trailer, yeah. where they put horror music behind all of these stories, <laughs> and it works better than the romance. Liam Neeson killed his wife. <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> and we got Alan Rickman. We got Severus Snape up in this bitch. Yeah, he's a real asshole in this movie. Yeah, he's the infidelity man. And uh, Mr. Bean and him is my favorite scene in <laughs> this movie. That is great. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to buy a necklace on the sly and not let his wife see it. And Mr. Bean's like, would you like that gift wrapped? And he just keeps doing all this crazy shit to gift wrap it. It's so Candies. fucking funny. <laughs> 
<laughs> candies and he's like like getting sprigs of fucking holly and shit like, <laughs> yeah, it's, fucking a, it's an odd situation to make a comical scene out of i'm buying a i'm buying a necklace for a chick i want to fuck behind my wife's back for christmas Dude, yeah that it, you would fucking hate though, him the Ooh. secretary is fine yes indeed yeah she looks and she is all about Alan Rickman's character in this. for some reason <laughs> it's a secretary boss dynamic it's classic she wants to bang the boss and that's just how it is excuse me um <clears throat> so uh what do we got here Alan Rickman is done uh Laura Linney's in uh completely infatuated with the smoldering latino man from westworld i believe is where he's from oh is that what he's from yeah i've definitely i've seen him in something else around the time of this movie dude he he played king xerxes from 300 oh is he really really yeah that's wild yeah because in uh westworld he's the one that everyone requests to bang like all the (laughs) women are like i want this one Oh, yeah, uh, the the Spanish gunslinger, Hector. Yeah. (laughs) I know him from a movie called Unfaithful. Oh, yeah. You know that movie? I know that movie. You better believe I know that movie. Diane Lance cheating on her (laughs) husband with that dude. So Laura Linney from Ozark is trying to bang up on him. And uh, who we have? For some reason, I thought she was Skylar White. That makes a lot more sense. I was like, she looks different. (laughs) Yeah, she looks different and seems like a totally different person. How strange! (laughs) I I'm gonna be honest. This is the one storyline that I was like, I fucking hate this. Can we just roll through this? (laughs) Understandably so. Understandably so. But at the same time, I kind of like how dynamic it is. But uh, we'll get into it when we're done introducing characters because I think we got one more right. Uh, yeah, I think the problem there with that one is that the Colin Farrell story is kind of similar, but done better and has a happier ending. So you just kind of don't give a shit about that one. Mm-hmm. Colin Farrell or Colin Firth? Colin Firth. 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 Okay. Sorry. Yes. Got it. Okay. So, um, and I guess Colin, the sex god, is the only one that we didn't really talk about too, too much. He's just like a loser who isn't striking it well with the ladies. So he decides he's going to move to America or at least travel there for a month. He goes to where? Like Wyoming? He, he, goes, he goes to, to Wisconsin. Wisconsin. <laughs> the land of sexual ferocity. Gets driven and to cheese. the closest bar. Yeah. <laughs> He did, uh, that's where he requests to go by the cab driver, the closest bar in middle America, and stumbles upon four of the most attractive women on the planet. <laughs> we, we got the fucking January Joneses in there. January Jones. Uh, 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 the gr- What's her name? Alicia Cuthbert from yeah. 24. Yeah. Uh, the girl from The Girl Next Door. Yeah, that's her, yeah. That's her, yeah, okay. And the other two, I'd really like to know who that first one is for research. The one that's actually at the bar, I don't know. The fourth one that he comes back with at the airport are Shannon Elizabeth and Denise Richards. That was Denise Richards? I was looking at her like, oh my god, that looks like Denise Richards. But the other girl that's actually in the bar, I don't know who that is. Her name was Stacy. I'm looking at her actress's name. It's Ivana Mila Civic. 
Uh, she's a Croatian American actress and model. Ooh. Yeah. Um. No, oh, it's gone. Be- I had a thought. It's gone. Be- best story, <laughs> Colin. Because it's your story, Chris. Yeah. This is what happens to you every time you go out in fucking public. If <laughs> only right. I had a drop of whatever that is. I need it. <laughs> I I can tell the listeners out there that I have never showed up at a bar, had three girls beg me to go stay at their house, sleep naked, all in the same bed, and then bring a fourth person in midway through their little soiree. Is yeah. it weird that I don't believe you? <laughs> Chris is like, it was four <laughs> chicks, and then a fifth one showed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so that pretty much covers Colin. He goes to America, and he comes back victorious. Yeah, he is the shortest yet most amazing storyline. <laughs> He's got the horny storyline. Um so the rock star guy hates the fact that at this point he's pretty much only known for a Christmas song and he's competing with a boy band for being the number one hit of the Christmas season. Well, no, he's Is that not something known for, that he's, happens. He's not known. He's known for just, I think having a rock career like a while ago. So he's remaking one of his hits. He's changing the lyrics to be a Christmas song. <laughs> and we changed the word love to Christmas. He thinks it's the stupidest idea, but it's dumb enough to work and be the number one hit by Christmas. Yep. He does all kinds of shit to get canceled, and they just eat him up. They're all about it. <laughs> yeah, everything he does to like ruin his career just makes it more popular. <laughs> and then he bets, he bets like a like late night journalist that he if he gets number one he'll perform at new year's naked <laughs> which he does and he does, <laughs> and he does. <laughs> oh, i love it and uh yeah so then his love story is that he realizes through his whole life the only person he's really stuck by his side is his fat manager so at the moment that like he wins everything and he's at fucking Elton John's house where there's all these topless babes trying to fuck him. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to go hang out with my fat manager because he's alone drinking champagne. Yeah, it's a really sweet story. <laughs> it gets me. The love time. of friendship. <laughs> it really is a sweet story. It's it's ridiculous, but it also is like the love of friendship. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, who do you guys want to talk about next? Let's talk about Colin Firth. I love this. I think this might be my favorite storyline. Okay. Just the whole it. it all together, but like I think there's other things that are funnier. But yeah, he comes home from Kira Knightley's wedding to find out that his brother's been fucking his wife, which it's like the stamina on this fucking broad. They've already banged, and she's like, "Get back in here! I want you two more times before your my husband gets back from a wedding." Like God she damn. Goes- I'm absolutely dripping. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> yeah. Poor, poor Colin Firth. So he goes, I don't know where he, where does he go? He goes to like Croatia or something, doesn't he? He he has a cottage in France. Is that supposed to be France? Yeah. But she's, and he has is she Turkish sp- housemaids. Yeah, I was gonna Port- say she's Portuguese. not. She's not. She's definitely not. French. You guys, you guys have just got a dartboard of different countries that you're just tossing out. I, I am, well, no, I his, know nothing his, about his, geography. Really. Is it a his, Croatian cottage with Turkish housemaids? No, no, it's a French Paris. cottage with a Portuguese housemaid. Listen, listen. I know what I'm talking about. So the old lady was Turkish, 
and her grand her niece granddaughter whoever it was was portuguese and that's why she was like not able to communicate yeah what the fuck mm. was this relationship at the beginning though like he's hiring a maid but he's basically hiring a slave so he can fucking write like i'll be too busy writing to clean my own house or get my own cup of coffee <laughs> I mean, it's kind of uh, once you're a successful writer, it's a common thing. Like, uh, what's the Joss Whedon when he wrote Cabin in the Woods? He and his writing partner essentially just rented out a cottage, and they've got one printer, and they both were just writing independently and just printing and printing and printing, and they stayed in there for three weeks until the movie was written. Jeez. So, like, isolation is a big part of being like a successful writer is being able to get away from everything and just focus on writing. And uh, being able to just focus on writing is better than going, I need to make coffee, I guess. <laughs> well, he's not too busy to fall in love with the help. That's true. He's lonely. Yeah, so he, yeah, he's out there writing a book, and he gets this housemaid lady. And once they pretty her up at the end, she's fucking gorgeous. She's all like, yeah, from yeah. rags to riches in this movie. <laughs> but yeah, they have a very sweet relationship where neither one of them can understand the other one but they are constantly saying the same thing and then uh he goes home and realizes he can't be without her so then he go he uh he like learns portuguese and then goes back and asks her to be his bride over the course of three weeks <laughs> he learns portuguese Kind of. I mean, he fucks up a yeah, lot. Yeah, it comes out shitty. It comes out three-week Portuguese for sure. That whole walk from her house to the where she works is fucking hilarious. Fucking hilarious. Where they think he's there to marry her ugly sister. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you won't sell me. And he goes, sell you? I'm going to pay him. <laughs> uh, so I watched this on a... Uh, I watched this online. I didn't rent it. So I had no captions for any of that scene. Oh, so I was what? just like, yeah. You missed like, the best part of the good. movie. Oh, man. I figured those I would like, be automatic for when they start speaking in another language. He got the Turkish version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite storyline, Chris? Mine was actually uh, Juliet, Peter, and Mark. Oh, we lost him. Hello. Okay, when he comes back, cool. Okay, I got a piece so bad. I'm sorry. Oh. You were lagging out there, Herman. You're still kind of frozen. Okay, can you guys hear me now? There you go. Okay, but can you guys can hear me or no? All right. Yeah. Uh, okay, so my favorite storyline was Juliet, Peter, and Mark. So Kira Knightley. However, Josh said his favorite name, and then Andrew Lincoln. Shuatel Ijlifor. Yeah, that one. Um, Digimon Hansu. <laughs> Digimon Hansu. Um, I just, I thought that was, uh, like, obviously it was really creepy, but it was just, like, really sad that Mark was, like, so in love with this woman, but had no way of ever communicating that and, like, intentionally distanced himself from her. Uh, and then like, I thought when he shows up at her house with the cue cards, I thought that was really sweet. That is like the riskiest fucking thing in the world. Yeah. 
Yeah. What well, if Israel Shore had fucking popped out the window? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? These aren't carolers. What do all these cards say? That's my wife of two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Fucking the the creepiest shit in the universe. It really is. Like, let's be real. She just committed her entire life to another person, and he's just like. Not Here, only another person, his best friend. <laughs> yeah. Because she, she was like, I know you don't like me, and I really want to eat this piece of pie. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just not, I don't know. I just didn't think, I don't think any human would react the way that she reacted to any of it. I don't know. People. I mean, he had giant cue cards. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say. It's true. That's all it takes to win love. Well, my question is, so like in the epilogue, they're still together. So is it just like he's third wheeling their relationship forever now after he's, you know, told her this? Well, there is a sequel called Red Nose Day that came out in 2017. It's 17 minutes long and she's on the cover of it and I didn't watch it. So I don't know. That'd be amazing if like. There's a dark part of that, like a two-minute storyline about how Shua Taylor Julia Four is like living on the streets because his best friend stole his wife. <laughs> Love, actually. <laughs> and then he goes to a monastery and he learns magic and he becomes Baron Morda. <laughs> yeah. There should be there should be sequels where it's Love Actually is blah blah blah. Like Love Actually sucks, and it's, it's his horror story about how he lost everything. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking Snape, he would be coming in just like, turns out Infidelity's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Poor, poor. She's so nice, too. Yeah. Yeah, her love story is really like the love of a mother trying to keep her family together. It's very sad. But I guess, I mean, if her husband, if she does break off with her husband, I mean, Liam Neeson's available now. They seem pretty tight. <laughs> They don't seem to be related in any way. No, he's got that sexy blonde mom at the school. Yeah, that's what that's whatever his, her name is that he says at the beginning. Was it Claudia Schiffer? When he says his, he told his wife he'd marry Claudia Schiffer. Oh, is uh, Claudia that? Schiffer's a, a yeah? No, she's a famous person, Claudia Schiffer. Yeah, isn't she? Yeah, that's who that is at the end of the movie. That is like the other kid's mom. That he's like, oh, hello there. Really? I didn't yeah. realize that. It's actually Claudia Schiffer. Yeah. And she is not. I did not find her attractive at all. And she's like a supermodel. I think her face is fucking weird. Oh, dude. She's. A I mean, the 80s was a different time, my dude. <laughs> well, yeah. So, speaking of her and Alan Rickman, like, I found Alan Rickman's story more intriguing, even though he's clearly, like, the villain of this movie. Like, I don't know. I just, I related to him on a level because, like, I've, in managerial positions, I've had the hot one come after me, and I just was like, uh-huh, gotta go home <laughs> to the girlfriend. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah, there are a few storylines in this that could be its own movies, and this is definitely one of them. <laughs> because you could really drag this out. And it this is one of the, like, there are, like, three that have that take up a significant chunk of the actual fucking movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is I think this one Liam Neeson's and what's it uh, Col- uh Hugh Grant yeah and Col- I guess Fork and then Colin Firth his storyline takes up a bit of the movie. 
I feel like Colin Firth is one of the shortest. It's only legitimately, it's only three scenes. Like it's him coming to the house or well, four, I guess, if you count the cheating. So I guess it is a substantial amount of the movie. They're all kind of substantial, but the the least one is Colin the sex god, and that's the one I wanted more of. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> but yeah, like I don't know. You don't you don't like Alan Rickman at the end of this movie, but he does admit by the end he's like i was 100 percent in the wrong i'm the worst like you're right i'm terrible and they're clearly going to get a divorce yeah it is weird too because he does like in the end it turns out he doesn't actually do anything like he bought her the necklace but he doesn't cheat on his wife but he was going to <laughs> for sure and she disrobes on screen for no reason god bless america <laughs> <laughs> I really feel like the main plot of this movie, though, is Hugh Grant, the Prime Minister. Like, it, he really is, like, not only the biggest character in the movie, but he also has, like, the most important role that influences everybody else, I feel like. Yeah. Oh, really? I don't know. Just because, like, he's the Prime Minister and he tells America to go fuck itself. And he's just, like, he goes door to door, and people are asking the most powerful man in Britain to, like, sing caroling songs and shit. I don't know. I just feel like they really, really humanize the potentially the most important character as far as, like, political intrigue and stuff like that. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of find it bullshit that he, like, never talks to his sister, though. It's like, if your family lives in town, you're the prime minister. Like, you would see your family for the holiday. <laughs> Like they'd, you'd be ha like, Alan Rickman and his family would be having dinner at wherever the fucking prime minister lives. You would think, right? <laughs> like they got butlers and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He he seems to have the kind of luck with women that I do. Like I told you guys this anecdote before we started recording, where like I just went to the beer distributor and I was completely enchanted by this really cute girl, and all I managed to do was go, huh. Ah, and accidentally pay with the wrong card. And, like, I feel like Hugh Grant is that guy. And he just falls in love with his assistant? Is that what she is? An assistant? Yeah. Yeah, one of one of many. I, and don't worry, listeners. We've Me and Chris, we've psyched Miles up. He's going to go back tomorrow. And he's going to talk to that lady. Yeah, <laughs> he's he going to find I'm love gonna... on Christmas. <laughs> I'm going to buy 12 beers for $9 and be like, hey. <laughs> Two days in a row. <laughs> I know this is cheap beer, but I'm not a cheap man. Oh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And I'll be like, hey. And that'll be about probably what actually happens, but I'm going to do better. I promise. What you say is, I know this is the drink of, presents, of peasants, but I'll treat you like a queen. There you go. Yeah. That's a good Put idea. Elbow on the counter. Hi, Miles Trey. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Wait, dress like you did for your fucking mustache picture that'll get her that's a good idea walk in with a cigarette in my mouth yeah leather jacket <laughs> swip your swatch what do you think i should say chris Flip your glasses out for sunglasses <laughs> what do i think about what <laughs> what do you think i should say to her you need to walk up and ask her what nine dollar 12 pack she would get 
<laughs> I'm gonna walk in with cue cards and a boombox. Tell her, Be like, I know we met yesterday. Walk Next in there, card. walk in there, and say, the beer isn't the only thing I'm here to find out how it tastes. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> just, just drop a uh, British accent like Colin has, and you'll, you know, you'll be swimming in it. That'll do it. Bottle. I know you spoke to me yesterday, <laughs> but this is a bottle of beer. <laughs> Uh, so, um, are there any storylines we, like, miss? Oh, Laura Linney. I really thought that Laura Linney's plotline was actually decent. I, it seems like you guys hated it. Well, also, her brother isn't going anywhere, so you got that dude there. Get hammered out first, and then go visit your fucking brother. Like, yeah. he's in a facility. They have people to take care of him. You don't need to go. Shut your fucking ringer off and get plowed out by this fine Latino man. And he was even just like, is he going to die? Because if he's not, you should get what's in these balls right now. <laughs> yeah, she was, I mean, yeah, she totally torpedoed that entire opportunity. So her brother is schizophrenic and he suggests that he says, like, everyone here is trying to kill me. And she says, no one's trying to kill you. And that was enough to set him off to make him want to hit her. So, like, not answering the call or not being there quickly, I feel like, would have significant psychological repercussions on him. And her love is, like, the love of siblings. Like, it, it really comes out that this is what's most important to her, is taking care of her brother. Yeah, but, I mean, she isn't taking care of him. He's in a facility where he is cared for. I'm pretty sure they'd have visiting hours. She wouldn't just be able to show up in the middle of the night. I mean, she did. Yeah, I know. Twice. This motherfucker's got <laughs> unlimited phone privileges. <laughs> in 20 years, she'll be oh, she'll be alone, and she'll still get to hang out with her insane brother in a mental ward. So, you know, Merry Christmas, Laura Lenny. Yeah, poor lady. All she wanted to do was fuck the Spanish guy. <laughs> <laughs> Her Christmas present was right there. Everything she wished for. Yep. I want her brother to play Professor Pig in the new Batman movie. <laughs> I feel like he would be excellent. He would have been awesome. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's amazing. Lay out a line? I think it would be totally good. <laughs> yep. Could... Oh, we did miss him. <laughs> We could uh we missed another important love line here, and that is Liam Neeson's stepson is trying to get down with this girl who's the lead singer of their band. <laughs> yeah, little Mariah Carey. Yeah, little Mar- She's actually a pop star, apparently. She does the voice of. Have you ever watched Adventure Time? Yeah, I'm familiar. She does the voice of the vampire girl on Adventure Time. Oh my God! What is yeah. it, Nadine or something? <laughs> something like that i haven't watched it in a while oh my god i mean i can if i was 12 i would understand why he was all about her for sure she's got a killer oh, yeah. voice she was too. my type when i was 12 and she was amazing yes so uh he's like trying to woo her and he learns how to play drums in three weeks <laughs> it's that isolation he just locked himself in his room fucking got his demons out about his mom dying <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and he... Uh, I don't know. Liam Neeson's the best dad in the universe. Yeah, I love their relationship throughout. 
Like he's like all in his feels because she's going back to America, and they put on Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a really weird problem right now. The song "Pony" just started playing out of all of my Alexas at the same time. I don't understand what the fuck is going on. Give me a second. <laughs> the fuck, like- Alexa, stop. Alexa, keep anyway. going. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why would the song Pony just start playing in my entire house? Alexa's like, stop isn't our safe word, Miles. Yeah, fuck you, Miles. (laughs) You don't own me. (laughs) I heard about you and that girl from the brewery. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever seen Jexy? No, what's that? It's a movie, it's a comedy with, um, what's his name? The guy from Workaholics, Adam Devine. Adam Devine, yeah. He gets a new phone, and it's, like, serious, called Jexy. And it it becomes, like, his jealous girlfriend. (laughs) She just tells him what to do and shit. There's one point where he's... She's, like, so obsessed with him that they're having... They have, like, a sex scene where he's constantly plugging in in and unplugging her USB cable. And the whole movie's hilarious. You gotta watch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, so, are there any other love stories that we missed here? I guess we didn't round out the Hugh Grant love story, right? We didn't. Yeah. I feel like I relate to Hugh Grant because the whole time everyone's calling that girl chubby and I'm like... Hell no, I am totally down for that. Oh, like, no, she that would be the girl I'd want to hook up with. <laughs> yeah, she was super funny. There is zero part of me that thinks she's overweight, <laughs> underweight, anything. She is curvy and glorious. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Miles has cue cards she that said say... her ex-boyfriend... Miles has cue cards that say, My wasted heart is wasted on <laughs> you forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to write on the card that I take to the beer distributor tomorrow. <laughs> By the way, Marceline is the vampire queen from Adventure Time. I'm looking up this chick's yeah. uh, <laughs> career now. I'm like, I want to. I kind of want to check her music out now. Yeah, I heard she was a pop star, but I don't really 100% know, to be honest. So. Um, so, yeah, then at the end of this movie, a month elapses, so everybody's at the end of January, and pretty much the whole cast of the movie is at the the uh, airport. Everyone meets up, and it's just like, oh, hey, this is how everyone's related, in case you didn't put it all together, which no one did. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they wrap them all together a little weirdly, like, at the school at the at the play and then they round the rest of them off at the airport they're like hey what was it it's like uh fuck the the guy that knows colin knows the kira knightley and, kira and knightley, the fucking porn stars yeah, and they they know colin farrell like it's so like it's odd that they all know each other i wish that uh hugh grant had been Liam Neeson's son's actual dad. Right, that would have actually <laughs> made a lot more sense, but then Liam Neeson wouldn't have the kid. He could, he's, his dad's a prime minister. <laughs> it's too busy to <laughs> take care of his kid. 
be like the movie Blank Check all over again. <laughs> just, just, just like that. <laughs> Jumping back to Liam oh, we Neeson's... didn't round out. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. We didn't round out anybody really. We didn't talk about the end of anybody's stories. Go ahead, except Chris. For Co- what were you except about for to Colin, say? which he's he's the people's champion. Um, I was just going to say I also really liked the uh, Liam Neeson's sons like finale where he you know runs through the airport and goes and expresses his love to her and in a post 9-11 world fucking insane yep yep he just (laughs) cut right through the tsa and he was just like i love you they'd have beat the (laughs) shit out of him yep they'd have cracked him with nightsticks and we'd have a dead jojen reed on our hands (laughs) they do it different in england apparently um, so so his story ends with him getting a kiss on the cheek from the pop star girl. Um, what's his... Uh, Alan Rickman's ends in, I was so wrong, but we're probably still getting a divorce. Uh, there's Dido music at some point, and I wrote LOL Dido. <laughs> <laughs> that's, when, that's when Rick from The Walking Dead's walking away all said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will go down with this ship. Uh and uh, Colin Firth is that he takes the uh, Portuguese girl's entire family to where she works and proposes as best he can in Portuguese, which doesn't work out great. And then she goes, of course, I will marriage you. And so they in both English. had been learning the other language. <laughs> yeah, they, that's the romance of it is they were both like, I'm in love with them. I'm going to figure out how to bridge this gap. Um, and as discussed, Rick is a fucking creeper, and for some reason it works out with him getting a kiss from Kira Knightley. Let's go, Rick. Fuck him. Um, yeah, that, that marriage yeah. is going to work out real well. She kissed another man yeah, within right. the first three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Laura Linney's stuck with her schizo brother. Um, the porns, the body minister. doubles get married. They do, real quick. Or engaged, <laughs> I guess, but... Hugh Grant, uh, he goes from house to house trying to find his girlfriend, and they eventually hook up and go to the musical. Uh, the rock star ends up with his his, uh, his manager. Mate. What happens with Liam Neeson? He ends up with Stacy Chitler, or whatever you said her name was. Chiffer. <laughs> Claudia Schiffer. <laughs> Claudia Schiffer. Claudia yeah. Schiffer, that's right. Um... And then who else do we have to sum up here? Yeah, I'd love to know how far the airport scene at the very end is supposed to be from the rest of the film because some of it is definitely later because, like, the rock star's coming back and the prime minister is coming back from being away. It said one month later before that Is it one month later? Yeah, because I was going to say, because Colin Firth is just coming back. And then Rick, Alan Rickman had been away for, to somewhere. He's like, yeah. Right? I just, like, people just left and came back. Alan Rickman's Peace like, out. this I, is the best time to leave. I decided not to hook up with my secretary. I figured I'd just find abroad in another city. Yeah, I'd go abroad to get abroad. <laughs> <laughs> That's Colin's sto- storyline right there. Um, and then at one point I wrote 2003 when Maroon 5 was good. <laughs> Apparently Maroon 5 was playing at some point and I was impressed by it. Uh, and then I wrote, LOL, the TVs and VCR are wild. 
Because <laughs> I would have been 12 when this movie came out. So, like, that, I guess that makes Chris, like, 10? Yep. Yeah, I was 16. Wow. Yep. So, like, this movie was a long time ago, even though it feels like it came out not that long ago to me. Yeah, I feel like that's like everything in our generation feels like it wasn't that long ago, but it was. Uh, do we have any storylines we didn't sum up? No, I think that's all of them. That's all of them. Okay. So, fellas, how many gift wraps <laughs> do you want to give this movie? Uh, I'll give it. Uh, for what it is, I'll give it a five out of five. I fucking love this movie. <laughs> I mean, I I a hundred percent have a lot to say about it. Chris, this is your first time watching it. What do you think? Hmm, I'm between a three and a four, so I'll, I'll probably give it a three and a half. I thought it was good. I thought it was interesting. Like you said, some of the plots they they seemed a little like forced to connect everything at the end. Um. But I guess that was kind of the whole premise was like, look at all these different types of love. Uh, but I would have been fine with some of them not being connected. So, uh, but there were some genuinely really funny parts. There were some sweet moments. And I liked, you know, the different takes on like familial love or like love of friends, infidelity, like all, you know, all these different topics. I thought they covered a lot of ground. But damn, there was a lot of characters. <laughs> I wrote at one point, I need a spider chart to keep these plots straight. Dude, I, like, it, it's real. funny you say like, that because I'm looking on the Wikipedia page and there is literally a massive flow chart with like everyone's names and like lines <laughs> and stuff. And it's just, it's actually hilarious. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I would give this a three and a half, no, no four. I'll give this one a four as well because it's one of the two rom-coms I will willingly watch. Because, like, you know, like, it, it's a cute movie. There are really funny, like, really funny parts make me laugh. Colin the Sex God is, like, my favorite shit in the world. But, like, overall, like, I, I could have done without half of the plot lines to really flesh out some of the more compelling ones. Liam Neeson and his kid, I could have stuck with that one. I could have stuck with Alan Rickman trying to cheat on his wife and stuff and and maybe like the the prime minister situation the rest of them had no stakes and i really wasn't all that worried about them you know what i mean yeah yeah i get it but like i i'm i'm fighting off a five out of five though like if Kakoa Shaw wasn't involved, <laughs> maybe. But we can't give Kakoa Shaw any say in this one. <laughs> Kakoa Shaw should have been in this film. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> he, should, he should be in every Kill, film. <laughs> killing vampires in the background. <laughs> His love story would be he falls in love with a vampire. <laughs> and then has to kill her. <laughs> Merciful love. Because some love isn't meant to last. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we're talking about vampires and Rice died today. Did you guys see that? Ah, what? I did. I did see that. Yeah. I'm going to be sad. honest. I did not know that she was still alive. I didn't think she was as old as she was. But yeah, we lost Anne Rice today. Hmm. I pour, pour one out for our homie. The day after Bill Nighy's birthday. Right, right, yeah. I thought you said Bill Nye for a second. I was like, Bill Nye, no! Bill, 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 Bill. 
I thought today is also uh, Bob Barker's 98th birthday. And I'm like, two, you really? have two more years, buddy. You fucking got this. <laughs> Get to that 100. <laughs> Betty White I was better hit that 100 dead. or I'm going to fucking flip a table. <laughs> She's so Man, close. we're going to lose him soon. We're going to lose him soon. Isn't that sad? Yeah. Jesus. On a happier note. Uh, it's too late to get your shirts under the Christmas tree, but if you're a Jan baby, it's not. Jan oh. baby! <coughs> if you want to get any merch from this show, which I'm sure we probably will have a booby report shirt at some point. Maybe not. Who knows? Um, we're going to have some shirts, though, and you can go to hronhpod.threadless.com to get all of your merch. We don't make a lot of money on it. Let's be honest. You get it because you want it. So if you want some shirts, that's where you're going to get them. Yeah, put us on your beautiful bodies. Yeah. Thank you, and you're welcome. <laughs> and and if you made it all the way to the end of this episode and you'd like to follow us on social media, we are at H on H Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And we also have a Facebook page. So come check it out. We got some memes. We got some awesome videos that Josh makes. So yeah, come hang out with us. Drop us a line about some of the stuff we say in the episodes. Tell us if you agree or disagree. We love hearing listener feedback. We definitely lost them all at the booby report. Let's be real. (laughs) We gained a different kind of following once we started the booby report. (laughs) High on Horror, the number one podcast for incels. (laughs) My people. Anyway, no. Um... Do we have anything else we want to talk about? No. Have a good rest of your year. Enjoy Christmas. Enjoy the new year coming up. We have some awesome stuff coming in 2022. We're very excited. And uh, hope you enjoyed us doing a little rom-com. A little little change-up on you. Yep, we flipped it on you. I feel almost embarrassed about how we started considering how the plot went for the rest of the show, (laughs) but that's all right. So, um, happy holidays from high own horror and, uh, you know, life's tough. So why not get high on horror? Happy new year.